welcome back to that first step podcast. Welcome to season two. Thank you all so much for listening to the 20 episodes I first put out in season one, starting the end of May, start of June this year. Now, as we are just coming out of a second lockdown, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but I thought this was the perfect time to launch season two. Now, whether you're hopping in a car to go visit your loved ones, friends, or simply going out on a walk or being in nature, hopefully this podcast can inspire you like my guests have inspired me to date. Now for today's guest, I am super excited to launch season two with the one and only Alison Desmond from Desmond Consultancy. Wow, Alison is a force of nature. I learned so much while speaking with Alison and I can't wait to be able to meet her in person and have a cup of coffee with her and chat all things motivation, freelance and setting up your own business. Because at the end of this recording, I was so excited and buzzed and it gave me a whole new energy for the week. So I hope you are inspired too by this show. And without further ado, let's get into season two. Hello, welcome Hello. to that First Step podcast. How are you today? I'm very good, Jess. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for asking. Um, it's a beautiful day. We're blessed with the weather today. We really are. So, Alison, first of all, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to come on that First Step podcast. I'm honoured because you yourself are a podcaster as well, mm-hmm. and you have so much knowledge to offer when it comes to branding, consulting, and marketing as well. So, before we jump in, let's mm-hmm. get the first question out of the way. When you were younger, what did you study in school and what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I, th- I think, if I'm being honest, Jess, I didn't have a, a clear plan. Um, I think when I came into, I, I changed schools um, in going into fourth year in secondary school and I picked up business. So when I, when I got into that, then I was like, it's business. So from the kind of from four to sixth year, it was, it was business for me. And it was that excitement of, you know, I suppose really having an involvement in a brand and being creative. Um, so yeah, my CEO was, was business. And that was kind of what I wanted. I had no idea after that in terms of specializing, but it was from business from, from, from kind of fourth year of secondary school was what I really wanted to do. Okay. Okay. So you, you finished school and then Mm. what was that next step? What kind of was your first step into like the business world? So I left college and I did a marketing degree in CIT. Um, um, I went into business studies uh, for three years, did my level seven and then specialized in marketing in in level eight. Um, I came out of college and um, found it the most daunting experience of my life coming out of college. If I'm being honest, it was the most, um, I just felt so much sort of like I want to get started I want to learn um and the opportunities for me you know weren't maybe as easy as I thought they would be um so I actually um was kind of looking at Dublin I was you know going back and forth in that idea and then I got offered a master's so I got offered a master's um, scholarship to um, research master's um, in CIT to kind of the area of social media influencers. Um, and I kind of went with that thinking that was what I wanted to do. Um, and I found it really, really tough. It, it just wasn't what I kind of wanted. Um, and they were so supportive to me in there, but it just, I, I needed to be with people. I needed that creativity, as I said at the start, and I just wasn't getting it from that. So I actually dropped out of the master's um, and I was looking for experience. Um, and then COVID hit. And, and I had experience with different people, but not, nothing solid as much as I wanted to. Um, and I then got offered... Um, kind of experience with with a company just before covid to kind of start a kind of a part-time role with them um in conjunction with the master at the time um and then obviously covid hit and it fell through so i started doing internships um over you know i had a lot of knowledge i'd done a lot of work in college so whilst i was going into marketing i had a lot of experience but i wanted to keep going so did a lot of internships just to kind of pass the days but also gain experience um and i decided 
decided to do freelancing. Um, I kind of decided, I, I kind of said, I wanted to do it for a really long time. I was kind of doing it, Jess, but not kind of officially or had any structure to it. It was more just, you know, just more experience more than anything else um, and kind of gaining contacts and gaining a network. Um, and I kind of took the plunge um, to, to start the business. Um, and it was, it was an interesting time because you mentioned the podcast because I started the podcast before the business. So just to kind of give a gist of the podcast because that's kind of a big part of the business um in a sense is that that year of graduation was just so overwhelming and I kind of felt quite lost in the situation a lot of my friends were getting jobs and I just felt very unsettled um in, in that 12 months so I decided to do a podcast where we spoke about that year and spoke about well what do people do and and what experiences and feelings do you have coming out of college was it as simple as coming out and getting involved and that's it and it, for no one it was it was it's all about the struggles and the uncertainty and the imposter syndrome and and all that and I kind of felt the podcast was like very therapeutic in that sense for my for my for my kind of um experience and then I kind of about four weeks later started the business um and it kind of just happened. I mean, it happened overnight, which I don't ever agree with when anyone starts <laughs> service overnight. But it was—it wasn't a plan of me like let's start a business. It was more like let's start up a marketing page, um, you know, let's help someone with their social media, and then it kind of built into you know me having a bit more of a, a strategy in place for my own business and what I provided. Um, so like, and so I kind of started that around May, May time, um, and and I kind of just kind of really took it off. It took off then, kind of since then really that's amazing Alison I actually love that story and it just shows that it just does take that first step that first night creating yeah. that first marketing page that's the scariest bit and once it's out there exactly. into the universe yeah. you mm -hmm. just have to adapt don't you do. so do. Be before we continue with the consultancy I really do want to touch on the what's next post podcast because mm -hmm. I love your reasoning behind that absolutely you come out of college you're like the last 23 years of my life I've yeah. been put in a school put in another mm -hmm. school put into a college and now all of a sudden it's all me mm -hmm. no one's telling me what to do anymore and it's yeah. petrifying it's so scary yes. so having that what's next what's next podcast it's, it's about this <laughs> no I just can't talk today apparently <laughs> but I'm like how did you even know who to contact? How did you even start that, I suppose, um, business development there? Yeah, it, it was, it, again, season one was was kind of a passion, passion project. And it still is, but I suppose I'm more strategic now than I was at the start. Um, at the start, it was people I knew. It, like, And that's kind of why I love season one, is that, you know, since season one, I've had probably more high-profile guests on it in terms of people would know more about their story what I mean by that but I suppose in season one it was like friends of mine it was it was you know people from college that, that, that I knew and I knew they had an interesting story there wasn't really like you know let's get this person they have a big following or let's get the person everyone knows the story but they want to know more about it it was more just the organic stories of n normal students and what they felt at that stage and um, so so for me it was kind of basically whoever would come on and share the story because and I mean that in the nice respect because I asked my friends I was like who wants to come on because I just think that there's something about that season one that you can't it's so raw because it's people that aren't in the public eye um who just share their story with their friend or someone and some of them I didn't even I haven't even met face to face yet um and then other ways it was you know to give normality to a situation for students because it was someone who, who was in the situation only recently and also it was the first lockdown of COVID-19 and I just think there's something I get I nearly get a bit of motion talking about and I don't know why because I just think that the rawness of those pieces of season one I'll never get back Jess because yeah. it was me starting out my my new journey it was in the middle of the world falling apart literally it started in april my podcast we were in lockdown in march so you could hear these kind of uncertainties and, and all that and then as the seasons go on and the episodes go on you can only hear the more <laughs> optimistic <laughs> we're coming out of lockdown now and people are more and i just love that because i just think it's it, it, it it's showing the time through the eyes of people 
we're not talking about it. You know what yeah. I mean? When, it's not like we're sitting down talking about COVID-19, but people have that in their head and the way they articulate stuff is reflected on that. So for me, it was, it was the most beautiful passion project season one for that. And then as the seasons grew, I wanted to, to, to I wanted people that were probably a bit more developed in their experiences after to college and to show people okay well this person had this really tough experience after college but they did this 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 and now they're here and I love those stories as well because you kind of see the longer term of, yeah. of it um, and the effect that okay like I'd stepped my life on um there a few weeks ago and she was like a dream guest for me like I wanted her for so so long and and she came on it and and she was talking about her masters that she dropped out of her masters and she never spoke about that before and it shows like, and I obviously was in the same position only recently dropping out of my master's. And I, it, it showed like, you know, the world doesn't end, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, it, and, and, and it's about seeing her, who's the most, who's very successful now that this happened to her. And she had to grow into her person to get where she is today. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, no, I, when you said season one has a special place, I know I'm recording season two now with yourself, Alison. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it hasn't been released yet, but like season one for me, the first ever episode was one of my closest friends and yeah. she's the first person I told about the podcast. She was my number one supporter mm-hmm. and having her on as my first guest was so special to me. And even like looking, she was just launching her business that day, mm-hmm. the day we recorded. So yeah. to take that time out of her day when she was launching mm-hmm. a business to speak with me and mm-hmm. now to see how far she's come in her business. It's so special to me. And you're so right. Like looking back um, in June, I started mine in June. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God, look how far we've come. And as you, you're so right when you said you hear the optimism change mm-hmm. as the season changes. Mm-hmm. And we're in like November already. Yeah. The time has flown. And yeah. do you know what? We survived the first one. We'll survive the next one. And do you know Absolutely. what? If it comes again, we'll survive that too. And if it Absolutely. means talking more, speaking more about your feelings, being honest mm-hmm. and showing mm-hmm. a bit of vulnerability as well, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Steph, my life to your podcast like the vulnerability people have shown, I have so much respect for them. And as well, the people you meet, like Alison, I'm meeting you from my bedroom, which sounds really yeah. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, actually, it, it, it's the networking. I like, yeah. and I have to, and I have to shout out because I think we, we sometimes, women supporting women, and I, I think people get a bit sick of it sometimes because it kind of like, but I think we get a negative press by it. And I have to say, Jess, from the core community specifically, from Ireland, but corpus, the network of people that have, you know, supported other women in business during this time has been incredible. And I think that that's, you know, what you were saying here, like, I've never met you, but we're, we're networking, we're chatting, we're talking about our experience. And I think I love that about this time is that if, if I had to, you know, if we were to organize a coffee, it would take much more of, you know, like logistics. All this, but it was, we were able to plan this really easily due to this time. And that's how I've met so many people. And I think people need to take advantage of this time to network. It's not the easiest way. I'm very used to it now because I have to do it. Um, but I think it's, it's a really important lesson to learn that like we're still networking and still making connections and still learning about other people in the world and, and, and their experiences in life and how we can bring them together and collaborate in different ways. I think that's such a thing we need to take from this time as well. I agree entirely, entirely. I love that point. And I want everyone to go back and listen to that last 30 <laughs> seconds again and listen because you are so right. So back now to your consultancy, which yeah. I'm in awe of, which is amazing. You started earlier on this year. Well mm-hmm. done you. Thank you, you. So you started freelancing, which mm-hmm. is petrifying because I mm-hmm. feel like Irish society is like, oh, do you have a job? Do you have a pension? Yeah. Do you have a mortgage? Yeah. Are you settled Absolutely. down? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Irish people, maybe it's from history or whatever, mm-hmm. they just need everything to be guaranteed mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. somewhat. The idea of not having a 40-hour work week and not mm-hmm. having a paycheck. Even mm-hmm. the fact I get paid monthly. My mom mm-hmm. is like, oh, I get paid weekly. It's weird. I'm like, mom, <laughs> you're weird. Like Nowadays, monthly is a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So tell us a bit about that. Were you scared? Were you nervous? Were you excited? What was your initial feeling? Do you know what? It, it, I, I suppose I, did, I went into it as more, um, how do I put this? I suppose, look, I was looking, when I came out of college, I was looking to work with businesses. I had yeah. the knowledge um, to, to work with businesses. And 
and the jobs just weren't there just to, to level that you know and, the, and not that there was no jobs there but you know I suppose I would do maths at the time I needed more of a part-time um thing at the time so I, I, I couldn't find that um so I suppose I when lockdown happened then I I couldn't sit still and I knew for my, for my mental health I I needed something um I needed something to to keep me busy and keep and get those creative juices kind of going because I wasn't getting that from the masters hence why I dropped out of it so so it, it wasn't me it wasn't me kind of one day deciding I'm setting up a business it was more it was more gradual than that um so it, it was more i i just the podcast as i said started for first um and and then i basically was one night kind of saying let's go for it i had i had tried it a few times if i'm being honest just not to never to the extent of this but i had started a blog and marketing in college i had but in i never kind of really put time and effort into it but it was always something that i always was trying to do but it never executed itself it never got to the place where i felt I can actually do this now. So when COVID hit, I kind of felt it was like a blessing in disguise in terms of the professional side of it, where I was like, this is my shot to like give this a chance. Yeah. Um, having probably low expectations of it, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but you know, didn't put the pressure on myself that this needs to be a massive business. This needs to be, it wasn't like that. It was more just, let's get my name out there first of all. Let's put myself in it as a kind of leader in marketing and get myself in with the, the main marketing people in Cork and network with them and learn from them. You know, it was to learn, it's not, it's not a competitor side of things. We all have different clients, types. Yeah. It's not, it's like, let's network. And and when I, I obviously from, an, from a marketing perspective, I've always been on Instagram and all that, but I saw a different side of that world when I started my business page. Like it, it is from a business perspective, it's like just Goldmine, if I'm being honest, from networking okay. and people are so willing to engage and you know DM and you know and I and for me that's how it kind of built up and and I built up my profile with it. Um, I started the podcast, so I, I transferred the podcast over to my own page. So it, it kind of was like a package in itself. It was the consultancy with the podcast, so people kind of, yeah. you know, got to know me as a person through the podcast, and then obviously as as a business owner as well. Um, so. I, I, you know, I kind of started it and it just kind of gained a bit of, you know, momentum in terms of, I kind of made mistakes um, a lot. I'm still, <laughs> making, I'm still making them. Um, it was a learning experience. It was, it was, but I love that. I love the fact that I was making mistakes because I'd never done anything like this before. Um, and it was really about learning and getting myself out there. Whether, whether it became business or not it was it was to get myself out there as someone in marketing and that could help with your marketing and then it kind of came into freelancing and and then I named it Desmond Consultancy then through that so it was a process it was a process and I I I, I, I laugh because if you go onto my Instagram and I'm not ashamed of this because I, I again going back to journeys when you go onto my Instagram as I said it was overnight I decided this and I have this whole like brand like pink branding and I've changed that in the last book two or three months. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, I think I need to like delete the pink because it looks so ridiculous from the pink to like, no, I'm navy blue and coral. And I was like, no, I'm not. Because that was the journey of it, Jess. If you look, if you look at it, you can kind of see like me trying out things and me saying, well, where do I position myself in this, in this, in this space? And if I'm being honest, I don't know if I'm fully there yet. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very, very very early stages of this yeah. um i really mean that like it's very early stages with this but i think you're trying to carve yourself because there's so many people out there marketing whether they're freelancers whether they're in a business and they're also promoting themselves as a marketer as well um you have to make your sense of it so yeah. it's been a journey and i as i said it's it's so early stages yet with this so it's still learning but it's been an absolute blessing and i and i know for a fact i wouldn't have done on it um i would have got a job by now if i didn't have this if, if cover wasn't the case i didn't set this up but i'm so happy i did because i really got into a stage where i'm learning much more than i expected from it um and i'm able to share my knowledge to businesses which which is brilliant as well that's fantastic Alison. i love that and you know what it's almost like you are doing your own masters now you're doing your master's on your yeah. own time. And I feel yeah, like absolutely. I'm the same as you. I was going to do a master's straight out of college, but I went into financial consulting. And 
what I learned about myself mm-hmm. in that first year, let alone mm-hmm. professionally. Yeah. You know, I was so cozy in Cork. I was never leaving Cork. And I actually mm-hmm. said this in my first ever podcast. Um, I then, you know, moved to New York, was like, had like my luggage didn't arrive. I was petrified. It was all loud. A couple of weeks in, I was like, what is this amazing world I was missing? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you're thrown into these situations mm-hmm. that terrify you and, yeah. you know, just really shake you to your core, mm-hmm. you actually become the real you. And I know that sounds really cliched, but Alison, had you not been given this opportunity to go out on your own, yeah. do the freelancing, mm-hmm. you would probably be still doing, you know, someone else's work, working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then as well, only learning what they're telling you. Absolutely. And you're almost stunting I, I, your I totally growth. agree with you. Absolutely. And I, and I think I, 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 I'm blue in the face from saying, because I always say it, but for me, as I say, collaboration is what make, makes me succeed in this business. Because you can't have tunnel vision. You know, I have a mentor that I kind of go to um, and I, and I, you know, she, she's, she's in the business world. And, and, and for me to have that brains as like someone I can go to, I wouldn't have had that if I didn't have this. And I think you're so right. I, I, I Look, I, I'm not saying, you know, as again, very early stages, I'm saying that in a sense that, you know, I still have so much more to learn. But I think you're right. It's, you, you know, there, there's no there's no barrier to the scope. You know what I mean? And you, as you said, if, if you're working for, and I've no, look, who, what might happen? I could get a job next year you know what I mean and and that would be fine as well and and you know I I, you don't know what's going to happen next but I think what I'm saying is that the the opportunity of having that scope and being able to explore different areas of marketing on your account is something so invaluable because it, it, it it's such a thing where you're like I can really explore these areas um, and have the time to do it. You know, we have this time now that we'll never get back. I mean, this is such unprecedented times that, you know, I, I, I work and, and then I, in the evenings I might do a course or I might do, you know, I can't, now I can't sustain that because we absolutely drained, but I can do it now because of no, I can't see anyone. So I think we need to use this time. And I think that's all I did is I just use this time and I just gain knowledge and whether it leads to this as a long-term thing or whether it leads me as just getting experience to keep me going to when things are slightly back to normal. I don't know Jess and I really don't know the path of that but at the end of the day I love what I'm doing and I'm so happy I did take the leap for it um, but it's you know it's people did do it you know, like even with your podcast, you took the leap. People use this time and some people didn't. And I know for a fact, and I, and, I, and I really believe this, that anyone that took that extra step during this time will get rewarded when things go back to normal. Whether that's a promotion in work, whether that's a total career shift, whether that's, you know, moving to a different country, people who took the leap will get rewarded for what they did because and some people didn't some people sat at home and said well i'll wait till next year and i'll wait till next year I'm like no like next year i have bigger plans for next year <laughs> you know what i mean because because you because i i couldn't sit still i couldn't sit still with it um and i just think you know it was a hard time i think for people my age coming out of college i, I know so even hard for people coming out now don't get me wrong they're in they're in a, in a more difficult decision but we were trying to find our feet i graduated in october 2019 and COVID came March. I barely had time to digest it. The- oh. <laughs> and I was we were in a pandemic. So like, you know, and I and I and, and so it was hard for us too. Yeah. It was hard for people that graduated last year as well. And I don't know if that's mentioned enough, and I don't think I've mentioned that enough, that it was hard for us because yeah. whether whether I know I started my masters and it didn't work out, so I was dealing with that process, whether someone started a big job marketing and lost it in March due to COVID. Of course. Yeah. You know, the momentum was lost by these graduates. So I think that we I had to take the leap so when I come back into the industry that I'm not behind in it and I you know so there was there was necessity never mind the consultancy there was necessity for me to learn to learn marketing even more and to gain more experience you know yeah and that's actually a very valuable point there people coming into the work experience last year into the working environment in the industry Mm -hmm. that was really tough for them and it would be very easy for all of us to sit down and mm-hmm. go through Netflix, go through Amazon Absolutely. Prime. Absolutely. And there are days when we do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Not at but all. at the same time, 
even if you use one hour of your week, mm-hmm. better. Absolutely. You read another book. Mm-hmm. You walk another hour more. You just do something that will benefit your body and mind and spirit. Cause I think you need to look after your spirit, yeah. keep it high. Yeah. yeah. You will come out of this stronger. And mm. there is definitely a trend in the people I'm speaking with. And luckily I'm just surrounded by very motivational, supportive people. Again, I'm just really lucky to have that kind of a circle and surrounding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people I spoke to in the podcast recording season one, they gave me that motivation too. Like mm-hmm. I might've gone on to record it and be like, do you know what, today I'm just not feeling it. But I, yeah. you know what, I booked mm-hmm. this in. I'm mm-hmm. not going to you know, disrespect this person's time. Mm-hmm. I left that conversation being like, they can do it. I can do it. I'm going to do yeah. this, 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 yeah. where's my notebook? Where are my yeah. lists? And yeah. I think even these podcasts, thankfully I've gotten so much great feedback and I'm so blessed that I have these listeners and that I can impact even in the slightest way their day. Yeah. And you're probably the same, even with your podcast as well. Absolutely. And, and I was saying to you beforehand, I was saying, you know, I, I've changed my morning routine um, from working from home and I keep changing it. And I, I think I found one this week it has worked because I find it so hard because I want to I want to do my yoga and I want to do my walks and I want to I want to listen to a podcast and and I want to do all that and I want to do a working day and then I'm wrecked by six o'clock so I was like and then because I don't want to do that in the evening so I was saying I was I was saying that like what I do in the morning now has like changed the motivation side of that because you, we need motivation, especially working from home. I mean, I love the chat. So when I, when I was, you know, if I was working in a, in a place, um, I would go in and I have my morning coffee with them, have a chat and start my day. And that was my motivational talk. That was me kind of like socializing and then getting into work. Don't have that now. So what I started doing was I, I go, I do my yoga and I go for my walk in the morning and I listen to a podcast. And I've really, every day, I've actually, for the last three days, I'm after, I'm after putting on my Instagram, each podcast I'm listening to, to like share to people who I'm listening to. Because right. there's some fantastic podcasts, Irish podcasts specifically, there's some brilliant podcasts at the moment. And I listen to them. And I, I was saying to you, whether it's marketing or whether it's personal growth, coming back from the walk, I feel like I'm having after conversation with someone. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, okay, now I get stuff done. And it starts my day really well. So when by six o'clock, I've done my exercise, I've done everything. And I can, then I can have my Netflix. Exactly. And I think that's really worked for me. And I think we, we all need that as human beings. We need that contact. I certainly miss it, you know, and I, there's days where I get like, I still see people. Um, because it's a big part of the way I work as well, you know, um, and thank God for Zoom. But it's not the same. It's, it really isn't yeah. the same. And I think when, when I'm out in the fresh air and you have that kind of conversation in, in your mind, listen to a podcast, it really gives you the motivation. As you said, when you come out of a podcast, you're like buzzing. I'm the exact same, you know, I come out of it and there is something very special about it um, that I don't think we, and we, especially now we need it more than ever, that effect and that, that human contact in different ways now, sadly, but that it's definitely important. Absolutely. And I think as well, when you're stressed, the easiest thing to do is go inward and curl in and you're very mm-hmm. inward, but you need to be brought out and opened. And I feel like this, Alison, even today for people who are maybe listening to this when it's released and they're not having a good day, maybe it might give them that push to, you know, slide into somebody's DMs on Instagram that they haven't spoken to in a while or giving someone a quick call or even going to the coffee shop, having a chat, mm-hmm. socialist and chat with the barista Absolutely. if they can, you know. Um, yeah. So Alison, these are the kind of questions now with the consultancy I'm always dying to figure out about. So okay. I'll throw a few questions at you, at okay. you just to kind of warm you up. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I'm excited. And, uh, like a uh, quick round, fire round, and um, okay. then just answer them when you can. So okay. um, the name, obviously it's your surname, but was there ever a few names in order? How did you come up with the name? Oh, the name, the name, um, the name, oh my God, that's a really good question. I, I didn't think much about the name for me, for me, do you know what, the, the name for me needs to say what, what I do. Um, and I'm a consultant, um, you know, and it's a consultancy. So, so what I, I'm actually a marketing strategist for small business. That's my role, but the business name and the, the, the essence of the business is a consultancy. So for me, it was, it was, that, that was kind of it. And then for the surname, um, 
I suppose for me, it's about the personal brand. So Alison Desmond, and to emphasize that when you see Alison Desmond, you associate with Desmond Consultancy. There was a, there was a good tie. So that's the reason. That's kind of a long answer, but that was the reason. Like no, that's perfect. That's exactly what I needed. And so, first of all, how did you find your niche? You wanted small businesses, but was mm. it like? Did you say I want to do beauty and fashion? I want to do lifestyle. I want to do retail. Where was the like the draw? It's it's. it's do you know what? I I think for niches, you need to be. Um, in some respects, small business is a niche, right? Because I think that's one aspect of it, right? I I think the way I work on marketing, it's very much about obviously customizing to the client, but it's also about marketing just is the same really in a lot of ways. Of that is that there is a variety of it. Um, and there is, you know, I think it's important that, that when you are a consultant, that you're able to have that variety. So for me, it's about variety, but at the end of the day, marketing doesn't change. Um, and, and and the core theory of marketing doesn't change. So you just adapt it to the business you have, which I love about the, the, the job as well. Oh, no, that's a great answer. And then your package you offer. How did you decide, I want to offer this, I want it to be social media. And also, mm-hmm. you don't have to disclose pricing, but how did you say, I'm going to charge this because I feel like sometimes a lot of freelancers, they don't know where to start. Like what's too Mm -hmm. cheap, what's too expensive. Mm -hmm. How do they, I suppose, decide on their value and how did you kind of come to that? That's actually a real question because I, it's very difficult. It's it's very, very difficult. And I think when, when you freelance, you, you get insight to businesses, what they need. And I think every business is different. I, I, I definitely have areas that I kind of feel like is my strong, point you can't be like when you talk about niche that's where I niche because I niche in my areas of where I look at you know what I mean so what I mean by that is is that you know I'm not a website designer so that I don't do that um I don't do logos I I'm not a graphic designer so you need to that's really important is when you're marketing you know in the marketing area and you're doing freelancing it's not always about being you know it's the niche of what you do. So for me, branding in terms of messaging is really, really important. Consistency and a strategy is really, really important. So marketing strategy, making sure that you know your business and that you're able to express your business on an online platform. Um, social media is a massive part of that. Um, and then consumer experience as well um, is areas I work on. And then I also do, um, so they're, they're kind of some packages and then I do kind of complete marketing support. So like strategy sessions and coaching and also teaching people how to use different, so like how to use social media, how to use Google Analytics, how to use the likes of different softwares. So there's different areas, but that's where I niche in is, is my area if that makes sense absolutely and when you were deciding to build your business did you look on advertising yourself as well like how did you decide where I'm going to advertise my business or how I'm going to reach out did you send out like maybe free teasers or how did that work to get yourself out there so what I, I used I use social massively. I use Instagram massively. Um, you know, I I networked with people and and then I kind of explained to them what I did and even the podcast helped with awareness of me. Um, you need to build a brand. You know, it's, there's no point about you know doing advertising if you if you don't really have a brand, if that makes sense, you need to stop your brand of who you are. Um, that can take a month. That can take six months. It can take a year. It can take as long as you feel comfortable with it. There's no panic. You know what I mean? And for me, it, that that's really, really important that there was never a panic. It was like, let's just see how this goes. Um, and let's build it to a level where I feel comfortable with it. So in terms of, it's all about, my personal brand to to promote Desmond Consultancy. So I'm very active on social. The podcast helps. It's not all about paid advertising. People need to invest into you, especially in this type of industry. You need to put yourself out there. So for me, if someone is trying to start a consultancy or trying to start freelancing, build your social platforms. Make you know, create the colors, create your logos, get yourself out there, network with people, DM someone introduce yourself who you are like you would an event do it through a dm um there's nothing wrong with the life people talking to me and i do and vice versa the podcast to me really helped because i was able to reach out to people explain who i was um and getting them down to their head and then having a conversation with them and then keeping that relationship going um you know i'll give an example with steph my life um i messaged her on instagram 
and I I never met her I don't never knew her I told her my podcast idea she came back and she was like I love the concept let's do it if I didn't do that I wouldn't have got Seth you know what I mean I had to do that and some girl I work with was like you're a bit of a hustler and I am and I, that's a positive thing I don't sit and wait if you're sitting waiting for things to happen, nothing will happen, Jess, right? You need to yeah. go out there. You know with the podcast, you like you, no one wasn't going to do it for you. You had to do it. You had to get the guests. You had to organize it. And I think that that's a really big message, people. If you're waiting for people to, to follow you just because you post a few times a week, good luck. That's not going to <laughs> work. You need to get yourself out there and get people invested in you as a person more than even as the brand. I completely agree. People buy from people. Absolutely. and even I found like one of the girls I recorded with she's actually my season finale of season one Kate what a gorgeous girl I mean gorgeous to look at and then beautiful even more beautiful yeah. inside yeah her business I went on to her shop and I bought items yeah. um like because I wanted to support her mm-hmm. and also a beautiful quality yeah um, it's called choosestudio.com it's oh, it's a uh, sustainable gifting gorgeous and I even bought some gifts for my friends because I was like, I, I really want to support her because I really believed in her business. And yeah. when you get that belief in someone or someone believes in you and they want mm-hmm. you to succeed, they will yeah. gravitate towards you. And that energy mm-hmm. is attractive and it's mm-hmm. contagious. Exactly. And I think as well, I work in sales and I call people every single day of the week, you know, meeting my current customers and then new prospects who I think, you know, they need the product in their business. Yeah. And you're the same, you're selling a product. Yeah. So you need people to like you because is this Absolutely. thing, it's not just customer service doesn't happen post-sales. It happens no. pre-sales. Absolutely. And when you're offering that amazing customer service and showing them what mm-hmm. they can expect from you, they're mm-hmm. more likely to buy. And they're not going to buy now mm-hmm. in six months time. Oh yeah, Alison, didn't she contact me a couple of months back? I actually need yeah. that now. She was a great girl. I'm going to give her a call. Yeah. So having that impression is super important as well. It's so important. <laughs> and, and I, 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 I've seen the power of it, Jess. I mean, you know, someone might say to me, I get a call from someone, this person recommended you. And I'm like, I've never met this person. I've never spoken to this person, but they follow me on Instagram. And I'm like, so they've obviously said, oh, I've seen this girl in marketing. And I think this person, you know, it might be a prospect, as you said. And I think that that's really important. I think you need to look. I think what I find with people that are looking for marketing support, especially small businesses, they're stressed, right? Marketing confuses people completely confuses people and I actually made I, I made a point and I, I think it's actually quite a good point because I, I actually think no one's talking about it in the sense that when COVID happened right all the big marketeers not even in Ireland but like just in the world were doing online courses this way to get the Facebook group to 100,000 members this way and I could see businesses doing all these courses and then by September they actually couldn't actually comprehend what they'd learned first and then secondly there was like you know there was overlap and thing that one person said that tactic then the other said that tactic you need to make it easy for people you know what i mean and and that's why i love working with small business because it's about bringing back to the basics and understanding well what are you and what you're trying to promote and i think that that's something that i've really learned is that you need to understand who's coming to call you and they're stressed out about it so you need to be the person to calm them down and say take it easy <laughs> we'll sort this out and 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 it's about bringing normality and i love when i do my zoom coaching calls um you know we have a chat for five minutes how would you like normality because we're, we're, it's about having that personal relationship as well it's it is a working relationship but there needs to be that kind of like that they can trust me and i can trust them and that that's really important and i think that that's the same art kind of mindset you need to have online as well that you're the person that someone can talk to that you're that you are approachable by people um and, that, and that's really really vital i think for businesses especially now yeah, I agree. It's almost like you're their go-to therapist if they have an issue <laughs> and they feel safe. They need yeah. to feel safe. And even my, my customers, I had a customer last week saying, so sorry, I didn't get back to you last week. Um, my kid was sick from school for two days. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. no problem. And then he called me this week. I was like, how's your kid doing? And he was like, oh, yeah. thanks so much for remembering. And yeah. again, not a big deal, but yeah. people are drawn to that. They want mm-hmm. to be looked after. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves attention. Yeah. I've learned this from business, from listening to people's podcasts. Everyone loves attention. Everyone yeah. loves to feel wanted and loved yeah. and mm-hmm. thought highly of. So yeah. when you make somebody feel important, mm-hmm. they will want to come towards you. And that's not mm-hmm. me being sneaky or being tactical. Mm-hmm. I just understand people. And when you understand people, Alison, like yourself, you do well at consultancy. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're your bread and butter. Absolutely. 
absolutely. I think, I think that you need to, you know, I, I, I think that the customer service for me is something that like, we, we're talking about like, you know, there's no other way of doing business. But, but, but people don't have that mindset, Jess, sadly, you know, people, you know, and I'm talking about people that might not want to be at their job or people that want to be the job, but just think they're too superior sometimes to even have a conversation with you. And I think that, that that's, and, and that's just life. And I think sometimes, you know, what I've learned in the last six months is, and I've learned this a, lo- a long time ago, but especially now it's more highlighted is that you meet all kinds of people and you know you you deal with all these different people and and some might have you might have a positive you know um experience with and some negative and we all have had, had that that's normal that's life but i've learned how to handle it more um and i think that that's really important that you know and that's why i think consultants and strategists and people in freelancing or whatever working for themselves that's why someone next to me isn't a competitor who might do the same thing as me because their outlook on marketing might be very different to mine. Their personality might be very different to mine. So as you said, like a therapist, if you're choosing a therapist, you want someone that you can kind of feel comfortable with. And for both of our jobs, so, you know, we have, you'd have two clients and one might be best suited to you and one might be best suited to me in personality wise. And I think that we need to appreciate that. That's not just about getting clients, getting the clients. It's about picking a client that suits you and your business and the way you work. And that's something I learned. I kind of thought to start like, oh no, a client is a client. No, it's a very different way. And you need to have someone that is suited to your business. And that's vital for when you're starting a company. I really think that. Awesome. That's great advice. That, that's such great advice. And I suppose um, just a few more questions because I know uh, I'm taking all your time today. Um, so when I suppose you started off, you were like, you might have had a growth plan for your business. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. important was that to you? And have you made any changes? And the third part of that question is, I suppose, are there plans to hire more people or even get some more interns in the next year or two? Yeah, I, as I said, Jess, I'm being very honest here. I think, as I said, it, it, there was more of a plan down the line, I think. I think the original plan was, 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 let's see how this goes. I didn't really have a plan because it just happened overnight. Again, wouldn't advise that. <laughs> I just traded out. Didn't know where I was going with it. Um, but definitely kind of like a few weeks and I was like, oh no, this is actually building into something and this is, you know, getting traction and I think I can actually do this. So um, I, I, I definitely have a plan in terms of, I, I speak to my mentor kind of every few weeks and 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 she's she's a businesswoman here in Cork and and I kind of have her on call <laughs> um to kind of to help me because I think something that that with anything right you know I you give me a business and I can do a strategy and I can get get the messaging right and I can get the social media you know outlook correct and, and whatever when you do it for your own business it's very very difficult um and I I think we need to make that there's nothing wrong with that you know what I mean because you when you're in a business by yourself, it's tunnel vision. So I always have people I have on the phone kind of saying, I'm thinking about doing this, what do you think? I, I, need, I need you to look at this plan, this one I'm thinking for the next six months. Because you need that extra pair of eyes. And, 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 it, and that's it. And, it, and so for me, having a growth plan is fantastic, but having someone to talk to about it, especially in your own business, is even more vital. Because they have it from an outlook and they're looking in and they say, I think you need to this, you need to that. In terms of growing the business, I think I'm definitely looking at probably an intern early next year. Um, um, I, 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 there's a lot of reasons for that. I think, you know, I, it's, for, it's, it's for me, it's for, you know, having, again, another, another someone in the business I can kind of bounce ideas off. Um, um, a friend was kind of helping with me for a while. She kind of was getting, wanted to experience marketing, so she was kind of helping me. Um, but I, I, I don't, I, again, an intern's probably maybe, maybe next summer. I don't know, but I think at the moment, I definitely want to kind of be consistent in what I'm doing, build it up a bit more um, and kind of see what happens. You know, I have kind of a few things in the pipeline happening, but it's it's a very exciting time because I think it's kind of coming into the new year now. And, um, you know, I do have a few plans really to, to grow the business. And I, I actually have a meeting later about it, <laughs> about, about, about really kind of growing it in terms of what I offer and, you know, doing a bit more content on my own space and and so there's a lot of exciting things but it's about balancing it and I think the first kind of six to eight months of this it's really about learning how to how to plan your day and to get everything fit in and and 
important and to I've never worked like this before first I've never worked from home but I've never worked myself I've always had someone to kind of guide me through that so there's been a huge learning behind the scenes Jess um so definitely kind of January time I'm definitely kind of looking at seeing well, where is the next step for Desk Consultancy? Um, but at the moment, it's about really being consistent and being on point with the brand at the moment is kind of my priority. I love that. Being consistent is one of the most quoted quotes, mm-hmm. if you will, I've heard from yeah. so many people I've spoken with. It's all about consistency because mm-hmm. people don't really like change. So if they're expecting no. every Monday, you're going to see this, every Tuesday, you're going to see this, or every yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's super important and I love that Alison I really do and that's really great advice as well you're like look I'm working day to day I'm mm-hmm. hoping for the best I'm planning mm-hmm. for the absolutely. best absolutely absolutely you know what I'm open to opportunities as well absolutely and I think I think we, we can spend so much time planning and we forget about the present and I think that that's something that I kind of learned is that it's the balance of that it's about you know being be as I said being consistent but also you know allowing you to be consistent and not keep planning and planning and planning because you'll just bombard your mind you know what I mean and I, like really like it's just and I've, and I've had those days where I'm trying to like plan loads of things and expand things and all that and I'm thinking you know you need to you need to do what you're doing now right and then you can kind of say there's no panic you go at your own pace and I think some a technique that I, that I use that I'm really kind of trying to incorporate into my day-to-day is time blocking um, and a very good friend of mine Shan Horn um, I don't know if you know her but she she is a fantastic businesswoman and she told me about time blocking I actually have and a podcast on time blocking <laughs> do you? yeah I just think it's the most literally the best thing ever I just like, because I think it's especially if you work for yourself that you have that you're creating consistency in your day in your day to day that like on Monday I record the podcast on Tuesday I edit the podcast and and then you know that that on those times that that's kind of cornered off for, the, for that piece has really helped me kind of balance my week and 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 kind of able to maybe have a few weekends off <laughs> yes no super important because I do appreciate when you work for yourself you don't want to like you don't want any emails to not be read you don't want to not get back to a client yeah. on time and then all yeah. of a sudden on Saturday they might email you or call you and you have to have build up this no these are my boundaries yeah. I have Absolutely. to respect my time because yeah. you know what if I'm not relaxing today you're not mm-hmm. getting serviced on Monday because I'll be too tired <laughs> I totally agree with that and I think that's again another thing I had to learn and, and these things you know it's all about it's all grand starting your business but these are stuff you learn and these are as valuable as anything else because this will make the the, 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 the business more sustainable if I'm able to look after myself and I was going back to my morning routine that's to keep me healthy and active and you know what I mean I, I'm making sure that when I start my day at nine o'clock that I'm ready to go and I'm motivated so I think that it's about those things and again the time blocking again knowing and as you said with that having the boundaries and I think you know if I ever work a weekend you know even if it's planning for my own business you know planning whatever I'm I, I feel it on Monday Jess like mm, I'm yeah. wrecked on Monday and I'm thinking I like I can't sustain this so it's really about being strict to yourself um I do believe it's much harder with COVID because if I finish a day if I finish at six o'clock I've nothing else to do I might like google and research things or you know what I mean? It's much harder. But if I was like, you know, going out for dinner or something, I have to leave the laptop and go out. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, so to be fair, we're in a very a hard situation with that. But I think once we get back to some normality, we'll be able to have those boundaries even more, I think. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I suppose to end on a, on a high, to end on a good mm-hmm. question, mm-hmm. I usually ask, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? But I actually want to change that today, Alison. And I want okay. to... When you go back and look at yourself on one of those days where you're really unhappy in your master's and you were so uncertain, what would you mm. tell that girl now, you know, that you're in such a happy, positive mindset? Oh, I, I really, do you know what? I really, I spoke this in the Steph's podcast because I, I have to look at it from a positive sense, Jess, right? That I was meant to do that. I was meant to go into that. I was meant to, meant to give it a chance and, and meant to, you know, I don't look back at it in any negative perspective in some ways. I, I ha- I've had to not look at it in a negative way, right? So I think the way I look back at it is that that was a time you were meant to do that. You know, you, you were, that was a time you were going to explore, but you're going to find a new path very, very soon. And I think that that, you know, and also st- listen to your gut. You know, I was trying, I tried with it. I, I was like, let's do this, let's get this done. And it just wasn't what I wanted. It was a very big decision. 
it was a really big decision to do it, um, to, to leave it. But I think you have to go with your gut and, you know, you never know what's around the corner. Um, and you need to make things happen for yourself. And that's something I'm going to say to people, to, you know, at the end of this podcast is that, and go back to the point I made in the middle of the podcast, things don't, are not handed to you, Jess. They're just not handed to you. I learned that the hard way. I, I go out, I get a job, end of story. Things aren't handed to you. You have to build yourself up. You have to build up your experience. You have to build up your portfolio and you have to build up your network. And then opportunities will, will follow from that. And I think if anyone takes anything from that is not to sit around anymore and really take, take action, whether it's what I do, whether it's completely something different, whether, as you said, whether it's reading more books, whether it, it could be anything, but you need to take it now because no, no one else is going to tell you, especially when you get into our age, like, you know, you're left like this is it and you have to make decisions for yourself. So I think that's something that you know, you need to, you need to be the person that makes a decision. And I think that's a really vital message to give to people. Yeah. So basically get up off your ass if you're listening Absolutely. to this and get moving, whether that's going yeah. over to get a book, going over to order a book Absolutely. and walking around the block. Yeah. And do you want know leaving your phone at home, taking five minutes, look at a tree. I don't know, yeah. look at nature. Yeah. Um, and it says my favorite quote, Alison is the harder you work, the luckier you get. And I'm a firm believer yeah. in that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Do you know what? Sometimes people are saying, oh my God, you know, like I work for an amazing company, thankfully, like I'm really well looked after and like I, I recently got a promotion. People are like, oh, well done. But people I work with were like, no, no, you, you bust your ass to get that. And I really did. And I'm really happy I got it, obviously. But sometimes when you see people's highlights on Instagram, you just see all of the, the days where it's perfect. Not second, it's perfect. Absolutely. But you don't Absolutely. see the, the hundred hours before that when it wasn't yeah. that perfect. And I think as well, Absolutely. that's another point to take away. Um, Alison, you've been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, I, I can't wait to meet you in person. I know, someday. I know. It's been so much fun. I just think it's such, I, I, the way you speak about things, you articulate things really well. And I think it's, it's just a lovely conversation to have, I think, you know, to have a positive spin on people taking the, the, the leap. And, and, well, and, and as, you've, as I've listened to the, some of my podcasts you've done, the, the, the different avenues, people, what was a leap for someone, one person is different to the other. And I think that's so lovely, you know what I mean? And I just think it's, it's a really lovely idea for the podcast. So I'm so happy to be on. Thanks so much. Okay, Alison, I will. listening to that again oh my goodness I am filled yet again with energy to take on the week so I hope you are too I hope you enjoyed Alison's life lessons today as I mentioned on the podcast Alison is younger than I am but like (laughs) she has the wisdom of a woman far older which is amazing and I love her go-getter attitude and just her energy I find her energy so contagious and inspiring so I hope you did too So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to Alison or myself. That's no problem at all. She'd be more than happy to speak with you. I don't have as much marketing freelance expertise as Alison does, but I'm here to help if needs be. But thank you so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Welcome back to season two, and I hope to see you again next Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.